2: Welcome to the BTOsports.com RacerX Podcast, Utah National Wrap-Up. BTOsports.com, the nation's leading retailer for anything you need for your biker body. Terrific tire prices, great international shipping. And you can use the code PULPMX to save yourself money at BTOsports.com. They've now got OEM parts, people, so check that out. Also, uh, uh, we we thank those guys for coming on. Proud sponsors of the BTO Sports KTM team with uh, Andrew Short and Matt... And this podcast is presented by Fox Racing, presented by Foxhead, the global innovation leader for motocross racewear. Continuing the relentless pursuit to innovate and elevate. Check out the full line of 2015 products, including the new V3 helmet with MIPS technology. MIPS! Highly updated, award-winning Instinct boot, airspace goggle, 360 racewear, foxhead.com, visit local authorized dealer, who no doubt carries Fox. Uh, Thanks to BTO Sports and Fox for doing this. Like I said, this is the Utah wrap-up. As always, my name is Steve Mathis. With me on the line, two-time German Supercross champion, two-time Montreal Supercross champion, former top privateer of the year, former DNA energy drink rider, former Subway Honda rider, former, last well, shit, just about everything, uh, the Jason
0: Thomas. Yep, yeah, most of those are true. I forgot about DKNY Husky. Sorry. My bad. Yeah, well, there was a long list of things in there where I never got anything, so <laughs> right. I and DKNY to that.
2: Uh, DKNY actually forgot about you, too, so it worked out okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also on the line, my boss, the RacerX online editor.
0: Yeah! Jeez,
2: and the voice of American motocross. Well, now, now Ralph is. You are now out. Ralph is now the voice. Yep.
1: Uh, I believe I will be doing the Red Bull straight rhythm for whatever that counts for. I don't know if anyone really knows what that counts as.
2: Now, that's TV or live announcing? Uh, TV. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah. Oh, okay.
1: But I just don't know what that counts as. Like, is hosting that Continue the Voice of America motocross thing, is it not at that level mm, yet? or yeah. I don't know what it counts as.
2: I feel like this Red Bull straight rhythm will be really incredibly awesome or pretty boring. I don't think there's in between. I think there can be either way. Yep. I think it's uh, – I'm interested to see what it's going to be like. So, who's your, co- who's your analyst for that? Do you know?
1: Uh, I've actually heard, but I've only heard through rumor. No one's told me anything directly.
2: Okay, all right.
1: It's not Langston. I asked him.
2: Yep, not Langston.
1: Uh, I believe it's, uh, older. From what I've heard, it's a uh, older guy. You'd love it, but since I didn't hear it officially, I'm not going to say anything.
2: Two-hip in the booth. That's awesome. Hopefully, I know what you're talking about. Yep, yeah, hopefully you and Two-hip will, uh, will gel. Um. Yeah, hopefully. We, damn it. Damn it. <laughs> damn it. Uh, um, also, um. The Utah National uh, Grant Langston, um, he's kind of a Red Bull rider, a little bit likes Red Bulls, so natural, <laughs> natural fit there. Used to ride for Red Bull. I did
1: think about it though. I mean, Grant literally was one of the first guys like yeah. when there was Red Bull sponsoring
2: yeah. motocross. Langston went from a dog food to Red Bull. He was dog food. Dog food in Europe, title sponsored dog. Is that what that team was? Yep, dog food. Uh, Champ Canada. Champ. Champ. Uh, oh, Champ, yep. Dog food, and then Champ he was came. To-
1: dog food. Yes, it was. So, excuse me for thinking Champ was actually a racing term. That's a coincidence. Well, that it was- okay,
2: wait a minute. Maybe the team's name was Champ, but their title sponsor was Dog Food. Whatever their title all sponsor right. was. So, I'm not sure. Maybe some Euro guy can uh, correct us on Twitter. So, all right. Uh, Utah National has come and gone, and with it, the series has also come and gone. I'm very excited about not having to travel anymore, at least for a few weeks, so that should be nice. Um, the huge downpour Friday night, massive downpour, which was different from the massive windstorm last year. But we still had a weather system, um, and for that, JT, the track, in a way, that rainstorm helped a ton. Because if you notice, the second motos were still a little dusty, especially the second 250 moto. So I shudder to think what it would have been like had not the rain not came. But in a way, it sort of made the track kind of sketchy.
0: Yeah, did you see happen to see the track on Friday afternoon before the rain came? I did not. Holy moly, was it dusty. Okay. I yeah. mean, like uh, scorched earth type dust.
2: Well, so, that's...
0: Yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm on board with you. I'm sure they expected rain but man if it had not come it would have been dusty
2: mm-hmm. well that's what i'm saying I, the second 250 moto was a tad dusty and i was thinking holy crap with all that rain right. we're still getting dust and imagine if so
0: yeah and i mean they scraped a ton off so it could, they could have made it much more muddy mm-hmm. you know and, and had it, it would have been even better i think in the second moto but for the sake of practice in the first moto they had scraped a ton of that dirt already off eli
2: told Eli Tomac told me that um, um, the changes that they did to the track this year to shorten it up uh, were worse, and he liked last year's track better. Zach Osborne told me that Eli is drunk or high, and the track was much better this year. What would you guys get?
1: Unfortunately, I I talked to Eli also, so I'm getting getting the same response. (laughs) And the other guy I talked to was Dunge, who, shockingly enough, had good things to say.
2: Oh, yeah? Yeah?
1: Have you ever heard Dunge Badmouth anything?
2: Uh Matthews, that Matthews guy.
1: Oh, that Matthews. Guy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Besides him now. Also me at Hangtown. Yes. Two years ago.
2: Yes, yes. <laughs> also that. Um but yeah, uh, what would you get JT
0: from guys? Uh, what did Chad say? Um definitely better than, you know, last year. Uh a little bit too short, I think. And uh, you know, maybe could have uh, slowed it down. Just, honestly, though, everything I heard was pretty consistent throughout uh, throughout the paddock. Um, but definitely an improvement from last year, regardless.
2: Is Utah National better than Elsinore was?
0: Yes. Is it better than Paula was? I never. I've never been to Paula, so I can't comment. You never went to Paula? I've never been to Paula. No. What were Neather you doing? Eleven. Okay. Uh, didn't race outdoors in 10.
1: Okay. Yep. I've huh.
0: never been. Okay. Weege?
1: Is I Utah- think the Paula track was actually pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so I think that would put it ahead. It's definitely better than Elsinore because even if you say the Elsinore track was slightly better, and maybe you could say that, at least Utah has the other stuff going for it. You know, the off-track stuff that's pretty cool. Uh, Elsinore didn't even have that. Mm-hmm. So I'd say very close on track. Way ahead on facility, but I would put Pala. Pala track, I thought, was pretty good. I never heard complaints. It looked cool.
2: Right. Um, did
1: you hear anybody complain about Pala?
2: Uh, yeah, dangerous, big jumps, too, too much fast.
1: man-made, too fast. Yeah. Oh, too fast, yeah. big jumps. Yeah. Um, yeah, that kind of stuff's more fixable, though. Right. Uh, you know, if they had a couple cracks at it, then uh, this dirt situation, <laughs> these so, other two. So my, don't point, know what they're gonna do.
2: my point is, is uh, I don't know why I did this, but I read a thread on Vital about the track. And then my oh and, and my Twitter my Twitter uh, people too. Um, it's not it's not motocross. It's a man-made track. It's not moto. Blah blah blah. Track sucks, et cetera. Et cetera. Is it that bad? Do we need to? Is MX Sports doing a, a the wrong idea here with this thing? Where are we at when this make a man-made track and have a race? Where are we at on that?
1: Uh, I believe the man-made track can be made to be good. I just don't know if it can happen here <laughs> in Utah, um, okay. you know, at the dirt situation. Right. You know, I, I think the first thing everyone throws in is dead flat, but I think you can make a decent motocross track out of something that's flat. I know some people are puking hearing that. But
2: well, I mean...
1: It- there's a lot of motocross tracks around the country that people go ride every weekend and they enjoy it. They don't necessarily have Mount St. Helen built in.
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you need elevation. Elevation works. It's a, it's a really great thing. But, hey, guess what? We don't have elevation everywhere. So, you know. You, yeah. But.
1: Yeah. So motocross does literally doesn't have to have elevation because not every part of the world has it. But it does have motocross racing. But I think here the problem more is the, the dirt. So it's like the the complaint is man made is the problem. I don't know if man made is actually the problem. If you had really good dirt to work with, you could probably make a man made track that's pretty good.
2: What do you think, JT, at the risk of not getting fired?
0: Uh, I I think it's possible. Um, you know, I think that it's give and take. You know, we talked about this. Uh, we've talked about this before where, you know, the, the facilities are definitely an upgrade. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times you sacrifice the just uniqueness and the terrain of, you know, some of the greater motocross mm-hmm. tracks across America. So, um, you, we're always trying to improve the, the viability for TV and, uh, the experience for, uh, corporate American and, and just the general fan and, you know, as well. Um, and that's always going to be better. I feel with, uh, you know, with the, the man made stuff, just because we're going to awesome facilities like Miller Motorsports Park. Uh, so you, you have a little bit of both. Um, you know, I think we do go to, to some great, uh, natural train tracks and those are, I don't feel are ever going to not be a part of the motocross series, so it's nice to mix in some where you know if uh, a team wants to bring in you know some corporate entity, they have nice facilities to show them off to. You, you know, know so they,
2: you know what else they have?
0: Wash bays. <laughs> I don't know that those were necessarily wash bays. Uh, well, whatever those were, liberties.
2: Whatever yeah, those I think were,
0: people took some liberties going into those garages, but uh, I'm just
2: saying. So you bring some some falutin. Executive from uh, uh, Juicy Bubblegum from Double Bubble or whatever.
0: Champ dog food.
2: Yeah, and he goes to the races, and as he's walking around in his loafers, he steps in a pile of muck that Lars has created, and he goes, "Oh yeah, this is awesome. Thanks for ruining my two hundred dollars loafers
0: or running shoes or whatever." Oh, I agree. Yeah. I agree. It's so. uh, it's it's compromise. I think it's you know I think having both is is ideal. Wash bays? Uh, just facilities, and okay. wash bays goes along with that.
1: So, it's not the end you of it. You know what one of the, one the biggest th- problems with this track, though, is? No. What? The spectator viewing, viewing mm-hmm. appears to be awful. It, is. it I- is. I'm not out there, but it is, right? Well, well
0: yeah. I've, been, I've been out there, and I've talked to many people who are out there. So, well, we
2: <laughs> saw you were out there last year. We saw that. Last year. <laughs> <laughs> you probably should clean your ears still. There's probably still some in there. Oh, I
0: don't worry. They got cleaned out after the after my tweet went out last year. <laughs> nice. <laughs> both barrels? Both barrels? <laughs> yes, and I may have... Weege was predicting I was going to get both barrels again after the banquet, but has not happened.
2: Oh, what happened? Why after the banquet? What? I can't even remember. What was it? What'd you do?
0: Uh, the I didn't see nothing. Davey stood up and had to make an announcement and uh, was calling for a timeout, and I uh politely informed him there are no timeouts in motocross.
1: Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> Just pushing, huh? Just pushing. Um so this is not the end of American motocross. Is that what vital I mean people in vital are are saying this. This this is not if we had better viewing and better dirt, this would really work well. Is that what both of you are saying?
1: Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. I believe so. The viewing thing, I don't know, man. That's really, that really is the suckiest part to me. I don't know how you fix that. I mean, maybe it's possible to just keep bringing in more sand and eventually get the dirt thing figured out. But unless you figure out a way, you know what confused me about the track? I said this last year, too. They did bring in a ton of dirt. What is the percentage of the dirt they brought in that the riders simply jump over? Like, there are gigantic tabletops that the riders literally hit the top Mm -hmm. and the backside. Yeah. If well, you just made them big doubles, then you'd have a lot more dirt to do a lot of other things. Like, you could build a mountain. You could build a hillside-type situation where maybe if you stood on one side of the track, everything's elevated from you. Maybe it's harder to build one huge thing instead of five huge tabletops. But I never, there's a lot of dirt that they're jumping over.
2: I never ventured out there, but, J.T., you did. Are there grandstands, like tall grandstands, or no?
0: Yes, there are, but they're very far away.
2: Oh, okay. All right. So they're To the
0: point of where they're useless, okay. honestly. All right.
2: Um, yeah, you, they're could, you could further than see the track but you're, was
1: before they opened the track at Daytona.
2: So basically you're right. You're at that big golden Mormon temple in
0: Salt Lake watching the race in Tool. Yeah, it's it's I mean you can see the track, but it's not anything.
2: Well, just you know, a good idea. Covetable. Why don't you build that massive tabletop in the first turn, take that, put it on the side, carve out ledges for people to put their lawn chairs, and there you go.
1: Well, it's okay. what i getting yeah, at. Yeah. I know, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. What we just said. Yeah,
0: I totally right.
2: agree. Right, and then like we said, screw the uh, the big ass tabletops that riders just jump over. So, I think we've solved it. We solved it. Um, I gotta say, I watched it from the press box, and you don't hear the noise. You don't hear the bikes. You don't. They're they're far away. You only literally see um, one straightaway, a couple straightaways. But have you ever, either one of you ever been to a road race? That's what it reminded me of. Cause after they went by you, you looked up the TVs and you were watching the rest of the track on TV. I have, yeah. yeah. MotoGP is similar to that. Right. And I'm like, oh, this is awesome. I mean, my wife loved it cause it's press box and it's air conditioned and all that. But, uh, man, I need, I need to get out of that thing next year, you know? So, um, and really get next to the track and, you know, get into it because it was weird. It's weird. It's sterile. It's really, I don't like it. So, um, all right. Well,
1: I do remember um, the day that it was announced that the Daytona Motorsports Group had won the bid for all AMA Pro racing outside of Supercross, which obviously included motocross. Mm-hmm. I think this was 2008. Daytona Supercross, was when it was announced. Mm-hmm. I remember standing there in practice, and somebody—I actually don't remember who it is now—but I remember it was someone with like, someone who's been around the sport and knew things pretty well. And he says, "Look out right now! and Remember what you're seeing here at Daytona." because this is the way all motocross races are going to be in five years. And I'm like, really? You think so? He's like, oh, yeah. I'm sure that's why Daytona's taking over. They're just going to bring all motocross to infield other NASCAR tracks. And I'm like, wow, that's crazy. Well, it yeah. didn't even remotely close to happen in any way, shape, or form.
2: Like, yeah. Yeah.
1: like a week later, Daytona just went to MX Sports and said, yeah, just take it over and run it like you already yeah. did.
2: Go to all your I kind of
1: heard the doomsday thing before.
2: The And here here I go. Uh, we just finished maybe criticizing. Here I go getting my race for next year. But uh, every single track um, on the nationals, and JT, we'll just talk about you because you raced them, and um, you and I have been going longer, maybe than we or whatever, in different capacities. Every single track in the twelve have improved greatly since we first
0: started going there. Ah, uh, that's that's a fact. I would say that that Unadilla was by far lagging behind. Yeah. Uh, the worst and they've, they've even built you know the tower that you were in announcing this year and uh they've improved their facilities and the track and they're they're making efforts to bring in new dirt and do all kinds yep. of things so yep. yes i i completely agree
2: well uh, and maybe the worst one might be high point still it's a small piece of land but the pits from high point from back in the day at least there's some order and there's some well they have built. Gravel, you yeah, know yeah. the rock pit yeah, now, yeah. And, yeah.
0: and it's all leveled out so. right
2: that's what i'm saying like,
0: like i think it, across the board there's been efforts made
2: we took away that stupid wall berm, uh, oh. which, which needs to come back.
0: Yep, yeah, that was that a was stupid all, decision. That needs to come back.
2: Yeah, terrible decision on that. And Buds Creek really effed up their start. Good job on that. Uh, you sold your soul to the Mortal Crossing nations, and that kind of stupid start is what you get. Um, what else?
1: Well, Southwick's gone. Yeah, <laughs> South- no that If we're going to talk on this topic,
2: yeah, Southwick's gone. That's true. But, I mean, that wasn't so much MX Sports. I I mean, I guess there's different versions of what you believe, but it sounds like the new owner is running into a lot of problems with the uh, the Legion or the county or whatever, and he just wants to have a race back, and he can't. John Dowd was yeah, telling me about still that. They're still not racing so, there, right? Right. They're still not racing there. So, you know, it doesn't sound like, uh, you know, the MX Sports people that were portrayed as as ruining the race, it sounds like the, the new guy is also having problems.
0: So, you know, I'm pretty sad about um, Steel City going away. I'm and not. Screw that place. Pretty bummed out about Why? that. Why? I really liked it. Uh, it was nice viewing. I really liked that track.
2: Yeah, it was nice viewing.
0: There's no doubt. One of my, one of my favorite tracks. Jean-Michel Bale's favorite track. Did you know that? I did not, no. Yeah, I, not. I f- figured it would have been like Ernie.
2: Nope. Well, favorite American track. I asked okay. him one time, which national track did you like? He told me Steel City. I about fell over. I'm like, Steel McGrath? City? It's good. It's good. I well, like McGrath's a supercross king. Of course McGrath liked it. Yeah. But JMB? So, anyways. Um, all right, let's talk a little bit about Utah. Um, really, there's there's only one, couple couple words that sum up Utah and, and should be the number one topic. It's Colton Fossiati. Nailed it. Last to sixteenth, with a cracked collarbone and perhaps a bruised lung. Terrific ride for the 124 of Troy Lee Designs Honda. All right, and that's a wrap, everybody. One of the All one right. of the rides that go down will go down in infamy. It will. It will. Um, so,
1: not but, many people went to that national, but in ten years, hundreds of thousands will claim I was there. They were there in person to see it. It
0: will be. Yeah, if if motocross was still on ESPN Classic, it would be. You know, that would be the race. Colton Fessiotti, Utah, 2014. Even though he's probably not on TV at all, it would, they would still put no, it on. No, he
2: made it. He made it. White, reach. White right, reach? Uh,
1: yeah, I think getting <laughs> lapped at some point, like five laps in. No,
2: I could have heard you. I could have swore I heard you say something about him.
1: Yeah, when he was getting lapped, like five laps in. Okay, you know what? Screw you. Well, what
2: happened? And I'm the Canadian champ goes a lap down. He cartwheeled with Weimer.
1: Well, I knew it was so early. Obviously, I knew they didn't just catch him on speed. And the same thing when I saw Weimer. I'm like, clearly these guys had a problem. <laughs> I don't think they're going to lap the I guess, laps at a national. Uh,
2: the seven-deuce-deuce deuce said he saw out of the corner of his eye. And it was a huge get-off. Just a massive crash. Right over the bars. Um, Man. So, Jeremy Martin put a stamp on this thing. Right, Weech? I mean,
1: Dude, gone. that was impressive.
2: See ya. I gotta go. He wasn't
1: quite as dominant as he was at the beginning of the year. Right. But it was... Um, like if he was a ten at Hangtown and Glen Helen, and he was a one in the other races he won. This was a five. It was like right in between the races he won that were close, and then those the beginning of the year that remember I was saying it was like five turns and they couldn't even see him. Yeah, wasn't quite that, but damn it was good.
2: Yeah, it was good, man. It was impressive. I was uh, uh, I was surprised in the second moto. You know, Webb and Baggett. By the way, JT Baggett said he got nothing for second in the title. We were talking about it. On a pulp show, I think. You got what? Oh, second, no bonuses. Bonus wise, yeah, bonus. Um, oh,
0: that's his. That's his fault. <laughs>
2: uh, I was surprised the Baggett caught Webb, and I was waiting for this battle royale. Webb told me he wanted second. You know, it meant something to him. And Webb and Baggett, to his credit, just motor on by. So good job by, Blake Baggett. So. Um, well,
1: Webb who's become quite the outspoken guy this year for for good and bad. I mean, he'd put it on the chin. He was on the podium there on TV and he came to the press conference and just said that was it. He beat me straight up. You know, he beat me. Right. Hats off to him.
2: Yeah. Yeah, 2-4 yep. for Cooper and 3-3 three, three for uh, for Blake. So, um Blake got the over got second on virtue of this better second moto and they he was like 2 points ahead of him going in or 3 points ahead going in, so um Aldrich, man. This Chris Aldrich guy, first of all, I talked to him after the race for the first time ever, and his parents listen to the Pulp Show, so this is a Whoa. this is a Brett Metcalf thing, like right away, you know this is this is what this is going to be. I can already sense yep. it. Um, but uh, great interview, never spoken to the kid before. Really good interview. You
1: guys talked to him at all? Yeah, a little bit. He seems like one of the most polite human beings on the planet.
2: Right. Yeah, I liked his interview. Yeah. And He was open and honest, or whatever, you know. And um, but look, uh, RJ got the hype. But this kid just went 5'8". And in all of his motos, he performed pretty well. We could have ourselves yep. a little sleeper rider here, a little sleeper pick. Uh, obviously, he's on Monster Pro Circuit, so how much of a sleeper could he be? But you know what I mean? I feel like he came in pretty far under the radar.
1: Like, yeah, I didn't expect to be this good. It, I agree.
2: Is it, okay, is it totally clueless for me to admit that before Loretta's, i heard of the name but when someone said, oh, yeah, he's going in Mitch's truck, I was shocked. Or was that common, common amateur knowledge?
1: Uh, I don't know. I I think you get a pass on this because he had been hurt a lot. Okay. And didn't have anything going. And then it was smart of Team Green to pick him up this year. He was just off the radar for a while because he was hurt. I think he had maybe two whole years where he barely raced. Okay. So... If, if you're only following it from, from maybe say end of last year through this summer, mm-hmm. then maybe you would have known.
0: Yeah. Um, JT, did you know so, he was going right into the pro circuit truck? Uh, I knew that he was on their radar. It, it really yeah. was going to depend on how things went. Okay, um, right. it wasn't. There was nothing certain, but he was definitely in the running. You know, he was one right. of the guys. It was just if he, you know, if he went to Redis and just sucked yeah. or got hurt again, he wasn't going to do it. You know, so.
2: Mm. Okay.
0: I mean, I get. I have inside info. He's, he was our number one amateur rider, so it's hard not to know a little bit about what's going on.
1: Did you know what his deal, like what, how long was he out going back? He might go back before he even worked for Fly full-time, but wasn't it, I don't remember him for a long time.
0: It was, yeah, pretty significant amount of time. I don't know, you know, years or months, but it was, yeah. you know, that was always the thing is, Man, he would win every title for us if he could stay healthy, but that's not happening. So it was kind of a yeah. kind of a bummer because he was kind of our, you know, our guy and it, he was just never out there.
2: Hmm. Well, he's riding well, man. Like if you're Hampshire, you got to Well, yeah, go... I don't
0: I don't think speed was ever the thing. That was always right. his if, strength was. If he can stay healthy long enough, he's going to do really well. It's just getting him out there.
2: Weege, if you're um if you're Hampshire, you're probably a little pissed.
1: Yeah, I would think so. Uh, I talked to Hampshire before um, Utah for a thing I was doing in the magazine, so I was talking on the phone and between races. He said that um, the bike is a lot different. The bike he races is an amateur, and the bike that the pros team has mm-hmm, is a yeah. lot different. And he basically admitted he knows nothing about testing or bike setup. Um, so he didn't even realize that. Like, he just felt kind of fish out of water the first two rounds. But that could have been a million reasons, Since it was the first pro races, time on those tracks, all that stuff. Yeah. And I guess he realized then, they're like, oh, yeah, your bike's totally different, by the way, with a lot of help and insight from the great Tim Ferry.
2: Oh, there we go.
1: Um, so I think he's probably a little bit like, whoa, I didn't really even know what the heck I was doing out there, these first few. Yeah. As always, very difficult to judge anybody by these, by this small sample size. We had an ant once for Jeremy Martin.
2: Yeah, Matthews. That idiot, Be careful. Matthews guy. Um <laughs> But no, Hampshire, I mean Hampshire went well. Nine eleven, good best his best race. So that that's good and, and all that. I'm, I'm not, you know, bedling uh Hampshire here, but uh, Aldridge was impressive, there's no doubt. Um eight seven rode well again. I heard Geico, I hope pro circuit for him next year, but either way, I think he's gonna be well taken care of, huh, JT? Uh
0: yeah, I think um I think he'll be dialed. It's uh that's Definitely a good place to be. Seems like there's a lot of teams that you can go to and win now, but that's one of them.
2: Which one is he going to? Where's he going?
0: Uh, sorry, I thought you said Geico. Oh, well, no? Geico
2: or Pro Circuit. I heard both. Uh, I heard both.
0: So. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to say what I know.
2: <laughs> waffle, 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 waffle.
0: Yeah. Um. Trying not to get myself in trouble.
2: Dean Wilson, 10'6. And Dean came in between motos up to the press box in nothing but a towel. He sweated all over another media guy's computer. Then he left. Really? Yep. Very strange. But I think he was wearing <laughs> flip flops too. He had flip flops and a towel on, covered in sweat or water or whatever. And um, came upstairs, sat next to me. I told him how easy it was, how it looked so easy up there. We cracked some jokes. and he said, OK, I got to go. I got to get ready for my moto. And he left, and I looked down, and the guy's uh, MacBook was covered in water. <laughs> Good job, Dean.
1: <laughs> was it a race-rex guy?
2: No, no, I don't know who it oh, was. Oh, Good job, Dean. <laughs> I don't know who it was. Probably MXA, because their caps, their cap's lock was on. So, that's <laughs> why. Hey, th-
0: they have somebody at the races?
2: <laughs> that's why I thought it was MXA. Oh. That was a joke. Uh, Bogle it. rode well, moosecan rode oh, well, well, uh. McElrath, Sealy. Sealy was in a battle for Nelson He for ninth. He got it, though. Sealy's going to be permanent number 21, it looks like. Uh, Nick Gaines. Uh, Nick Gaines. I don't know anything about Nick Gaines, but good job. Uh, he gained some respect. Weege Anderson's late season thing fell apart again.
1: Yeah, is this a thing?
2: I don't know. I don't know. What
1: Last the- two years, the exact same thing happened. Started sucking at the exact same time. Like the seasons are almost parallel. He's just a few positions further forward than he was last year. Mm-hmm. But is this a thing?
2: I don't know. He did well. In I looked at it. I, looked, I was looking at it for my column. Um, he did do well at Indiana in the mud to stop his full slide. But basically, when it wasn't a total mutter, he sucked at the end of the year.
1: He literally had a full slide there at the beginning of the first moto. Indiana. He
2: did, yeah, yeah, he did.
1: I mean, that was <laughs> awesome.
2: <laughs> um, hey, uh, what do we know about Purcell? What what happened? Crash with Dean.
0: Yeah, crash with Dean, and I didn't watch the first. I card heard was he there. wasn't hurt too bad, but just kind of uh, freaked him out a little bit. Is what I heard. Really?
1: Yeah. Same here. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Well, he was. He watched.
2: Uh, I saw him up in the press box. Weimer was up there. Purcell was up there. Wilson was up there place to he's be hanging out yeah he was up there just hanging out
1: what his yeah, he moto
2: hanging out with Tim Ferry whoa
1: well, sure, that changed everything.
2: before his moto and that's why I tweeted I think I'm not sure if Purcell is out but they're the guys are lining up and he's in a sweatshirt so up here
1: your tw- towels and your sweatshirts around the full gamut
2: yeah yeah good point Dean was in a towel Purcell was wearing a sweatshirt um so. if
1: Purcell were to hook up with the great Tim Ferry what would that do for him
2: Probably take him to the top. Yeah. What about Purcell's lap time in qualifying? Like, come on, bro. (laughs) He was like five seconds faster. Let me look. Here, hold on. Let me look and see exactly what he was.
0: Uh, I think it was three seconds. Okay, hold on. I think he did a 156. Or no, 154. Stop it. And the next best in any class is 156.
2: Okay. He did a 153.8. And Martin oh, wow. Martin did a one fifty six one, so all seven ten two point three seconds faster than Martin.
0: Yeah, that's ridiculous.
2: Yeah, that is. And then like just to go through what kind of what he did, you're like, what are you doing? Like you can do, you can do better. So and yeah, he was faster than any four fifty, right? Do I need to look at that, or do we know? Yeah, that he for was sure? the fastest right. guy. Fastest guy. So that's 9-10 yeah. bombs. TSA got 10 bombs or 9 bombs?
0: <laughs> Weege. I think it's Rush, 9. Rush is going to think we're in an arms race.
2: <laughs> yeah. I know Martin, somebody got it in Indiana, and somebody got it, Martin got it at Millville. So that leaves 10. I mean, there could be.
1: I'm pretty sure he had already lost one before that.
2: Okay. Wow. Yeah. Whatever the case is, that's ridiculous. What
1: amazed me, though, in Indiana, he did go for it. Did you see that? Yeah. Yeah, even, even though in the mud when the track yeah. was, you know, I'm still going to wait to the end when the track is absolutely at its worst.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He still tried and came up like a second or so short. So he got nine.
0: Uh, is there,
1: I know that this obviously begs the question of, if you're that fast, how do you not win more than one moto during the year? Does that mean you're just not in shape? Is there, JT, I want to go to you, is it possible that he can have such a skill of just dissecting a track for one lap that it's almost unrealistic speed? Like he can't really he's not on average two and a half seconds faster than everyone else. He's just better at qualifying. Is there anything to that or is he just not in shape?
0: No, no, it's definitely that. Uh he's he uses very unconventional lines when he sets his times. He goes inside and does a lot of things that just wouldn't work every lap. He's he's honestly just better at pushing the envelope and finding little uh little lines in practice that work. Um a lot of times those lines go away and um it's it's just really hard to duplicate that. And I think if you look at, especially in the GPs, uh, those guys are spe- specialists at that. And I think the U.S. guys are getting better, but I still think that they have an edge. I, I think that they – it's just an art form that they've perfected.
2: All right. It was good, man.
0: So
1: – I hope he comes back. I um, I have – I think right now there's nothing really going with that Valley team, I think, at the moment. Um no, I don't I, know. I, I definitely haven't heard anyone else talking to Borsell of you.
2: Somebody told me the Valley guys have already um, uh, taken his bike back. He has no bikes. so.
1: I like to see him back because he's just such a unique guy and a unique rider and unique character, and I think it really spices things up. But not hearing good things, it seems like right now. Yeah, I don't know. But what's the problem, like? Aren't the expectations a little unrealistic? Like, okay, I know it wasn't an unbelievably awesome season. I didn't win the title, but he wasn't terrible.
2: No, he was somewhere – well, it's the weekly Purcell question that we were talking about. With the the bombs and the laps led and the hole shots, nine hole shots this year, and all those laps led and the bombs, maybe he didn't have a successful year. Maybe if you give a lot of guys those hole shots and those laps led, maybe they make more out of it. I don't know. I'm not saying for sure. I just don't know. It's a weird – as usual with Purcell. I just don't know. So
1: I just, it seems weird to me, unless there's full-on personality conflicts, which there could be, um, but of results-wise, it would just seem strange to me to be like, you haven't really raced here in four years, and you're out an entire year injured, et cetera, et cetera, and you only got six, and then you only won one run race. You sucked. to get away right. from us.
2: Yeah, winning a race is big. It's a big deal.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: You know? Um Hey, uh before we get to the 450s, uh how was the um awards ceremony or whatever, Weege? Uh my spies there tell me that you dropped privateer island and that is trademarked. I'm going to need some money oh, for that. Oh,
1: that wasn't good for you.
2: No, you can't that's my thing. You can't say that in a, you know, to a bunch of people who, who then snicker and think that you're super clever.
1: Well, you did it I with did me
2: say
0: I
1: I I did say uh one of my buddies in the media so there you go oh you did right. worse two, yeah
2: oh I didn't my spies didn't tell me that part I, I
1: didn't mean, that, that part everything not even identifying the person's name at all well, that changes everything right at least
2: you're claim you're not claiming it as your own
0: no like tort smelly
1: <laughs> tort smelly yeah you would oh. claim this
0: I claimed it yep Mathis claims it as his own mm-hmm. incorrect Hmm. I said it one time to a I bunch of be over that one. I said
2: it one time to a bunch of laughs, and then I said I made that up, and JT lost it on me. So
1: was this in second grade when you had that hilarious <laughs>
2: one? <laughs> yeah, I think it was a bursey one time, which could have been <laughs> smoke fueled, no sleeping, Red Bull fueled days.
0: Um, Sorry, Weege, our humor is very pedestrian.
1: Yeah. Sorry, Einstein. Or elementary, I think is the... <laughs> okay, All right. So uh, yeah, I did. I think the bank went okay. Um, I was pretty worried because, mm-hmm. um, there was like when I say absolutely no preparation whatsoever, Yeah, I can't, even the words absolutely no preparation whatsoever can't show you how little preparation there really was. It was less than absolutely
2: none. <laughs>
1: <laughs> by by nothing. yourself,
2: you mean, or by everybody? Like,
1: well, I would say mostly by myself, but if everyone else was more prepared, you would think they would have spilled over to me. Like yeah. I was asking questions. I wasn't getting answers. Um, and then finally, uh, like the motos ended at five o'clock, and then at like five, o- at like five fifteen, somebody showed me a PowerPoint slide with some of the stuff that's being handed out, and I'm thinking, oh no, this is real. Oh wow! Like I was just assuming all along this is just going to be a kegger, and we're going to show up and hand over a championship trophy to Roxanne and Martin and party on. Right. But I'm like, oh no, there are actual awards here. Um, and then I had to host a press conference because Vitus wasn't there. And so, so
2: Langston got an
1: award, special achievement
2: for what? Such all have been
1: through? You don't know what he's been through.
2: <laughs> I mean, I, I love Grant. Just wondering what, what the award was for. I still get it. You don't know what
1: he's been through. It, it literally was the You Don't Know What He's Been Through award.
2: <laughs> okay. Why do you hate Grant? I don't hate
1: Grant. Just wondering. Wonderful you would take shots at the guy like that.
2: Wondering him. why you get an award for just doing your job. You know? I mean,
1: take shots with him. Don't take shots at him.
2: <laughs> oh, I can do that. Um, who else got an award, though? This begs the question.
1: Uh, nothing like that. You know, no. they had the standard stuff, uh, transport driver of the year, one of the KTM guys got it, uh, rookie of the year, which I think is just based on points. So, <laughs> Bishaley actually got that one. Oh, okay. Bishaley was not there, so Mike LaRocco had to accept the award on his behalf. <laughs> Thank you. You want to hear LaRocco's yes, speech? Yes, please. Matt says thanks.
2: <laughs> oh, nice, nice. <laughs> uh <laughs> <laughs> Who didn't show? Did all the guys kind of show? or there, I mean, obviously, it was there No, hard, hardly but...
1: anybody was there. Like the, oh. the, It was supposed to be the top ten of each class would come on stage, and there was so bad attendance that Davey just tells me, just interview who's ever up there. Because we're only supposed to <laughs> there interview were three guys. Top... <laughs> yeah. We're only supposed to interview the top three because ten interviews would take forever. Right. But then out of the whole top ten, there really only were, like, three guys. <laughs> was... I think it was five in each or okay. something like that. Was Fast Freddy there? Yeah, Fast Freddie was there. Shorty and Metcalf, of course. Right. You know they'll be
2: shocking, there. shocking. Really?
1: Yes, <laughs> they haven't no showed a single thing in their entire career.
2: Right. <laughs> uh,
1: the two Troy Lee guys from the two fifties and the top three. So that's uh oh, I'm Moosecan. So we're up to six.
2: Okay. And uh, there was there was there was uh, alcohol there, so Chad Reed showed up.
1: Yeah, that was the most amazing part to me. Reed was Reed was probably the only rider that just went just to go.
2: Well, because he missed out on top ten, he did not get the free pulled pork sandwiches. So, but he still showed up. It was a good
0: job by him. No, we still got free food. That was a that was condition of the deal. Oh, it was. <laughs> we had to, if we were going, we had to be allowed to get free food. So we we made an appearance. I saw the email. Wait, was there a
1: negotiation here?
0: Uh, there was there was a little back and forth.
1: <laughs> really?
2: <laughs> I saw the email. It said if you are not in top ten, if you are not in top ten, you are not guaranteed any food. That's what it said. So, this is a big, uh, that's why I, was, I told him
0: we were eating Swedish meatballs.
2: That's why I was paying attention to the Noren-Reed battle. Got to see what happens. Knowing that, that Reed wanted the pre-meal that,
1: meal deal, that bad, i become a much bigger Reed fan. I won Love $50 that bucks on Noren.
0: <laughs> What's that, JT? I won 50 bucks on that deal.
2: <laughs> you bet against Chad, but yet in the pre-race pulp cast, you called Chad for a
0: sleeper. Cover all your bases. Make sure it's not a bad day all around. Right.
2: Looked like Kenny Rockson enjoyed himself. We each at the... Uh, the
1: yeah, Dungey was there, too. Those guys are really cool with each other. Um, they had a good time. Yeah, so just to explain to folks on the outside, the, one of the good things about having a race at Miller is you can just walk over to this pretty cool mm-hmm. like facility that's designed for banquets. If you're not going to find that at any other motocross track, except Daytona, whatever you want to cl- count that as.
0: Right.
1: So, uh, so that was pretty cool. So when it was over... Uh, there was a bar right next door. Only problem was that the track wasn't open late; like we had to leave.
2: And yeah, you guys ended up back in, in the, like
1: that. You
2: ended up yeah, back in the cool. pits. You ended up back in the pits. You're like, ah, I guess we go back to the pits.
1: Yeah, no, yeah, the, that's the guys, and the same guys, said go back to the pits. But then we even got shut down there. Security eventually came over and shut us all down.
2: Oh, so the bar closed, and then you went to the pits, and then the pits closed.
0: Yep. Then what? Yes, you were not allowed to be outside. That was basically much. what it was.
1: <laughs> Pretty much. Well, I, I think. Like 15 straight minutes of burnouts on a KTM 450 and an exploding <laughs> moose <laughs> tipped them off. Right.
2: They're like, you know what? Things could get worse from here.
0: Not an I mean, actual there was moose, a, like a tire moose. We don't, want, we don't need PETA coming oh, after Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs>
1: yeah, that was my championship souvenir. I, I never bothered to go over. I don't collect the championship shirts or anything like that. Right. But I do have a piece of the exploded moose that uh, I brought home.
2: So Coombs <laughs> didn't just blow up a moose, like a live moose, for, <laughs> for, for <laughs> celebration. Hey,
1: everybody. That's <laughs> That's <laughs> <like>. <laughs> yeah. Moose everywhere. You know what I think? <laughs> we know what really stuck out to me, though? Uh, you know, Roxton, he came to the press conference, and then he did the banquet and all that. It is such, on the outside at least, such a love fest between he and his team. No, yeah. Never. If you quizzed anybody that didn't know what was going on right. and said, what do you think the future for him and KTM are, they would for sure be like, oh, man, match made in heaven. Right? You could tell he loves them and they love him and they're crying together and they went through the worst together and they believed in him and he believed in them and they worked on it together as a team. It was awesome. Right? It is so bizarre <laughs> to know that he's leaving. It doesn't right. seem plausible at all. Later, guys. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, right there at the bitter end. Season's over. They're still partying together. You know, John Eric, the president's there and... Uh, Decoster's there and everybody's happy. It's just weird.
2: Um, let's go back to the exploding moose. <laughs> now, uh so Pike was at the banquet, right? You obviously you stole my line about him. So that's really weird, JT. I didn't think Pike would believe in going to ceremonies.
0: Well, yeah, he was there, and his uh, girlfriend was there, and brother and his dad. So clearly, they all came to mm-hmm. kind of you know, I, seventh overall in the series is. Nothing, to, oh, nothing great. to sneeze at, so yeah. definitely it's cool. Yeah, I was surprised Watson showed up.
2: Um, okay. Um, is that it? Any more about the banquet awards ceremony? No? I don't think so. Okay. we'll take a listen to this commercial. BTOSports.com, RacerX Podcast, presented by Fox Racing. Listen to this commercial by Racetech. Use the code PULPMX2014 to save yourself money at Racetech. And uh, we'll be right back with these two jerkies and the 450 Rundown. Btosports.com RacerX Podcast presented by Fox Racing. Hey, I want to talk about privateers and what they choose for suspension. Yeah, that's right. Some of the top privateers, most of the top privateers out there choose Race Tech. Long been supporting the world's fastest privateer since 1984. Michael Lieb, Vince Fries, Chris Blows, Cody Gilmore. And many other guys uh, choose uh, Race Tech suspension, and they've been a long, around a long time, and their, their work stands for itself. Don't forget, people, at least uh, change your oil in your new bike, and use Race Tech to do it. Some of that stock oil isn't that good. Uh, Race Tech's the world's largest aftermarket motorcycle suspension modification company. Thirty years they've been supplying racers, riders, and tuners with the industry's best suspension products. Paul Thie, the owner of Race Tech, one of the smartest guys out there. And uh, the creators of the do-it-yourself gold valve kit. It's a revalve in a box. Racetech.com for a full listing of suspension parts, tools, and information. Racetech. Go there. Make your bike handle better. Do it. Racetech.com. Thanks for listening. And we're back. BTOsports.com, RacerX Podcast, Utah Wrap-Up, presented by Fox Racing Use the code pulpamex to save yourself money at BTO. Uh, okay, 450 class. Let's cover that Wait, I got little. a
1: question for you. Oh, all right. Why did you not go? Yeah, I don't know. I, if I'd at had, the same time, the bank was about to start. And you and Pookie were just leaving.
2: If I had known it was turning into an exploding moose, uh, <laughs> Chad Reed pouring beer down Kenny's throat, I definitely would While doing
1: a burnout. While I mean, do- what skills. Yeah.
2: If someone had said, hey, this is going to happen, I would have stuck around. As it was, you know, I I I wasn't up for any awards that I know of. Did I lose out on media guy of the year? I don't I don't know if there was one, <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't know. I just felt like it was going to be. I'm just like, eh. I mean, you can make the, insert your food joke here that I passed out on, you know. But um, but
1: there was food there.
2: Yeah, yeah. No, I know. Insert the joke here about you couldn't believe I passed up this food, but um, yeah, but you no. probably went to
1: a restaurant anyway. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Um, yeah,
2: But, uh, no, I, I probably should have stuck around. Yeah, Pookie would have liked that, too, you know. She's very big these on things selfies. She's always
1: turn into epic yeah. racing sessions, you know that. Uh, this, is how, this is where you were sorely missed. At one point, I saw DeCoster. I'm like, hey, man, good job. You really did keep these guys, you know, apart mm-hmm. from, you know, being big rivals and seemed like the team really did work together.
0: Yeah.
1: And I'm like, uh, and I know that doesn't happen automatically. And then we just could not help ourselves from spilling into the Team Honda days of Bale and, oh, and, Stan, and uh, yeah. Stanton, Stanton. I mean, you and, and Kudrowski and Bale and
2: right, you would have loved it. Yeah, we could have said, "Hey Roger, why didn't you just throw Roxin's bike in the truck and be like, nope, 'Nope, you're done.'" <laughs> and then Bale goes, "I'm done." Then you, I, do I get paid? Yes. Okay. I will not race. It's <laughs> all Bale wanted to know when they said you can't race. Will I get paid? Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I should have been there. Oh, like I said, if somebody told me about exploding moose. Do you have any problem, we, JT and I covered it on the Pulp Show, do you have any problem with uh, some of the Instagram videos of this burnout and a beer and Kenny and not being 21? Do you have an issue?
1: Uh, personally, I don't. Okay. But my personal opinion, I always say, doesn't really matter. It's not really about me. Okay. I was a little surprised. Um, like when I saw the thing going on, I thought it was awesome. Again, right. personally, I did. Yeah. And I'm like, man, I hope nobody Instagrams this and ruins all the fun because when oh. it gets out, somebody will flip out. This is the world we live in now. People just have to get outraged at everything all the time. Yeah. And then, as I'm standing there saying that, I'm like, "Man, I hope nobody puts this on Instagram and ruins it." And then Jimmy Albertson's like, "I just already did." Look.
2: And well, and our own friend, our buddy here, Jason Thomas, also put this on Instagram. Oh, I think I was yeah. first
0: to the world with it oh. because he was still spinning his tire and I was already live. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, but I guess there wasn't that much backlash. I was just I was going to feel bad because I hate these guys should right. be allowed to celebrate. They've just accomplished something huge, yeah. and I would hate for the celebration to be ruined over things like that. But it seems like he got
0: away with it. The Chad Reed. Well, I think, okay. I mean, he obviously didn't care. He posted it. VitalMX posted it. I posted it. Greg Albertson posted it. I, I mean, there was like 10 different people posting it. And I, knowing Kenny, he doesn't care. He doesn't care what people think. He doesn't care what people say. People want to take shots at him. He'll take shots right back. He does not care. Well, so he, I knew he wouldn't give a crap. He
2: said, told a hater guy to lick his balls. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. So that's our champion, folks. Um, the
1: uh, I mean, he the, might not care, but in general, I'm what, like. Should you someone
2: know, care? Yeah. If, if
1: backlash gets too gnarly, it just causes problems. Whether the guy himself personally doesn't care or not, will he eventually get a phone call or will something happen? I guess it didn't happen this time, but I was really worried because wow. you pretty much can't well, do anything without outraging someone these days.
0: Yeah, unfortunately, if you're going to do something like that where you think you're going to get in trouble, you can't do it in front of 2 or 300 people either. So, that would be my yep, first I was thought. Worried. If you're going to do something you Yeah, if you're going to do something you shouldn't, then don't do it in front of that many people. So, and yeah. I, I really don't think he cared anyway.
2: Has Chad patented the uh, I'm going to pour booze down your throat move, JT. Is that his, sort of his patented go-to move. I've been a victim of it. <laughs> I know you have. I think he
0: wants everyone to have as good of a time as he's having. Yeah,
2: I think. Yeah, I think that's his move. Like, I look. I, he looks across the room and sees someone, perhaps not drinking, and thinks, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna quickly get this person to my level." That seems. Yes. to Yeah. Be... Have
0: you ever seen uh, Almost Famous? Yes. There's a line where Jason Lee, I'm not sure the name, his character name, says he finds the guy in the party that's not getting off, and he gets him off. Okay, that's pretty much what Chad does.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's a patented move for sure by him. Um, yep. So Canard suspension change. We didn't know if it worked at Indiana because it was all muddy and crappy and all this. We weren't sure. The jury was out. We saw him win Unadilla. Well, this weekend he went one one, and I think you should just order those KYBs for next year. Just stamp that, right, Thomas? What do you think?
0: Uh, yeah, I think they're. I mean, <laughs> I think they're there. I think they've been ordered. I think since Unadilla, <laughs> they're probably inbound. I know I talked to Tim so Ferry. They're,
2: they they were testing this week to decide components. And uh right. I'm I'm thinking this is already decided. This is I mean you riders are so mental that this has to be already done.
0: Or well, yeah, they... I think uh they've got their they've got their proof now, whether it's mental, you know, physical, right. whatever it is, I don't think they'll be switching back. That's just my assumption. But
2: um you know uh, he...
0: it's hard to go against what he's done, so
2: Weed, you know he was riding great, canard, because Dunge was on him had everything to gain by catching them, and couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Cunard walked away. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. I mean, the motivation that they, these guys would have had, Right. I mean, it makes it super-duper uh, legitimate. You know, you could see guys winning a last round. We've seen guys win final rounds, which doesn't seem to mean that much. I think that's why when Jeremy Martin won that last East race at uh, Vegas, no one was like, uh-oh, watch out for this kid of the Nationals wasn't one of those. I right, mean, right, they were putting it to him. Same guys that had beaten him for the most part all year, and this time they couldn't. That was amazing.
2: Yeah. Four out of the last six motos for Kennard. Great job by him. Begs the question yeah. of why Team Honda screwed over Noren and didn't put KYB on his bike. That's right. Screwed yeah. over Noren. I said that.
1: Yeah, they did. They did, yeah. <laughs> well, you, what's very interesting about this is um, – Obviously, I'm sure Canard, Canard's <laughs> not the only guy we heard having trouble with the Air Forks. No. I know it's Air Forks now, but they're different Air Forks, and apparently they do work differently. Look at the difference. Hmm. Uh, why now? Like, what changed? What, did they just get to a breaking point? Um, I yeah. mean, if, if you're Barsha, aren't you looking at this now being like, yep, yep.
2: Oh, yeah. Well, he tweeted when I said that Canard was running KYB. I got a tweet back that just said, interesting, with lots of exclamation points. Kind of yeah. like Kind of like the Mookie and him thing where it's like, see, you, th- I'm going to beat you down. All right. Like same yep. kind of Twitter exchange. Uh, yeah.
1: Or what does Chad Reed think? Or, right. or, or Tomac, who's had to battle this, you know? Yeah. Well, you know, it's I mean. Almost like they're like, we told you that you needed to change something and it took forever for you to change it. And then you changed it and exactly what we said would happen would happen.
2: Right. I'd love to be in that meeting when that decision was made and how that all went down at Honda, you know? Yeah. But um, kudos to him for finally doing it. Let's talk about that first turn crash in the second moto, though, or first straightaway. Uh, JT, did you hear Red Dog when he told Chad? Uh, I did not. I don't think so. After the race, Timmy's like, man, you got off lucky. You got lucky. And Chad's like, I got lucky. A a 250-pound bike just pile drove me down a hill. I'm all cut up, and I'm bruised. (laughs) Timmy thought he was lucky, though. (laughs) Well,
0: I think Timmy has a point. I mean, he wasn't lucky with the crash, but he was lucky to... Get yeah. up and walk away and finish. It was, so. it was dirty. That crash was nasty. Yeah, it was, it was. just. I think Timmy meant, you know, for as bad as the crash right. was to get yeah. up and take off. That's about a best-case scenario.
2: Yeah, really, right? That was gnarly. Um, can we talk about Freddie Noren passing 800 people in both in two motos <laughs> and going, uh, going 10-9? What a ride. That was fantastic, Weege.
1: Okay, I don't get the wide view from where I am. How in the living hell did he do that? The track was not easy to pass on, and it wasn't even that long. Just just like that Indiana race, he did the same thing, didn't he? Yeah. Did he beat like fifteen guys in one lap.
2: But at least in Indiana, you can uh, you can be oh, it's all muddy and shitty, and he was just such a good mud rider. But this one, right? Yeah, this one, you're like, I, you know, yeah, incredible. He went from thirty eighth to twentieth on the first lap, I think. Again, what's yeah. the deal with this guy? The guy is so good. He's so
1: good. Like, now, Shorty and Reed also got in there. Like, how did they do that? All three of them did.
2: Well, Reed pulled off.
1: Well, yeah, but at one point, oh. Reed was right by him. Reed no. got into about 10th also.
2: No, no, no. Reed got as high as 19th. That's it. Really? Yeah. Chad was not. He took a long time to get going than those other guys. And he never got on the gas like those other dudes. He never did. Oh. But Shorty was two seconds behind Norn and got 12th when they picked up their bikes got 12th so and they were 10 seconds behind 37th place when they got going chad was 45 seconds or so behind those guys but um nice ride oh you're
1: right yeah we were marveling that reed was riding so hard to it appeared get one point yeah only to then get what at one point and then to pull off
2: yeah exactly um but man noren sweet jesus if i'm noren jt thinks he should go to the gps uh, we can't lose another guy to the GPs, though. Uh, I don't think he should go to the GPs. I think he should not even ride Supercross and just wait. Because some jerky on some good team will get hurt. And then there's Fast Freddy just sitting there. That's, what, that's my move. I don't know what he does for income from January to the Nationals, but
0: <laughs> but that's my move. Yeah, don't worry about that. Don't worry about that part.
2: His girlfriend Great should, move. Girlfriend shoots, shoots photos Maybe they, maybe those pay I don't know But something What do you think Wage?
1: I, I think it's a great move
2: What's your move? I do
1: Because we've seen other guys In his situation Try the Supercross thing Yeah And fairly well ruin their career Yep Both either they got so hurt Or they lost so much confidence Or The hype just goes away Maybe unfairly Because now people are like Hey I thought that guy was good But look at him now Well he's in a totally Different type of racing Yep I could think of uh, Cody Cooper for sure.
2: <laughs> oh, coops. Also, remember,
1: remember Juice Lansu?
2: Oh, who could forget the Juice?
1: Yes, well, he was one of Jim Holly's pupils. Mm-hmm. Had a good, solid run outdoors, and I remember Jim vehemently telling him, "Do not try supercross. Do not, do not, do not, do not, mm-hmm. do not, don't mm-hmm. do it. Don't do it. Don't do it." He went out in Houston, case triple broke his wrist. Basically, was never, never healed, never rode well again. Timmy,
2: Timmy told me when he rode with Juice <laughs> at Super at Moto Triple X that he was the scariest supercross rider he's ever seen juice yes (laughs) yeah (laughs) Um, more than balby and and cooper webb was probably or cooper webb cody cooper was probably not far off yeah that's how old i am i just called cody cooper cooper webb like seriously i need to stop (laughs) i need to retire i need to just quit and do something but uh sure but cody cooper how come j-bone never gets that more flack why don't we lay into j-bone more
1: I think Jay Bone is more than willing to say that the decisions they made have been horrible. And then it's that's the classic deal. When you make fun of yourself first, it makes it really tough. We'd
2: really start laying into Jay Bone for the Cody Cooper hire. Well, like dude,
1: he, the first guy they hired was friggin' Hanny. How did that work out? He,
2: he, ran, he ran with James, yes, in the mud, in one moto at Unadilla. You're right. He did. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I don't know. Uh, anyway. Yeah, not a good move. And that
1: was the problem. Cooper was toast by the time he got back to the outdoors that year.
2: Yeah. Yeah, he was already – he was like a scared cat. Just spooked. Yep. Just, you know, not going to do anything. Um, right. Uh, Josh Grant uh, either hurt his shoulder or he had bike problems. Depends on who you talk to. Jay bone again told yeah. me on a tweet yesterday that it was shoulder issues. I continue to hear that it was a bike. Who really knows? But what we do know is people say they saw – fans told me – that they saw him moving his gear into Team Two Two truck at the end of the day. So, yeah, we don't really know. I can call him. I don't think he's gonna take my call. Don't know what happened. But five thirty nine for him. Brayton had a decent day. Um, again, got some, got a start, so that was good for him. Ben Lemay, J T. Eleven, eleven. Good job by Ben Lemay.
0: Uh, he rode great. Um, he's been kind of just back there all year, you know, like that ten to fourteen, mm-hmm. kind of under the radar. Not a lot of fanfare, but solid riding. I mean, there's nothing, nothing you can say about that. It's just, uh, you know, I think it's tough for, tough for, guys in his spot to get a lot of a lot of press. I mean, there's you know so much going on at the front and so many like sub stories with James and all this other stuff going on. Get that guys like him kind of get forgotten about. How is his gear? I would say uh, some of the best that's ever been built.
2: Mm, figures. Um Mitchell Oldenburg got 10th. Good job by him. Show, he's really shown something as a full privateer guy in these last few races. And he would have done well at Indiana had his bike not blown up. Yep. Uh, Ronnie Stewart, oh, yeah. 1916. Killy Rusk went uh, 21-13 for Killian. Uh, Jimmy Albertson, JT. It's been a bad summer for Jimmy. It's been getting worse and worse and worse and worse. And finally, top Jimmy has his best race in a long time. Goes fourteen fifteen. Got some starts and fourteen fifteen. Good job by him. It wasn't too bad.
0: Um, it's it's been a struggle. I mean, uh, yeah. I think you know. I think he would admit that. So um, oh, I, I think. Yeah. Would, hopefully, yeah. he can. Get his bike sorted out before the season starts next year and uh, turn it around. You know that's that's the biggest thing. Is I, I feel like Jimmy's better than that, so. Well, yeah. I'm sure he does too.
2: Yeah, I thought the KTM switch was going to be a big help, and he had put well, in. I think it did. It
0: was for right. a minute there.
2: For a minute, right? Yeah, and then I don't know. I think just living that life, he lived on the road all summer. That's that's tough, man. right? You know. We can you imagine? Yeah, it's hard to yeah. not be
0: on a real program, you know.
2: Weege, can you imagine if you lived on the road all summer and still had to call the races with, with GL?
1: I kind of feel like that's the case sometimes.
2: <laughs> can you imagine if you and GL lived on the road together?
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, we might be able to pitch somebody to pay us some money to do that. That would be a hell of a show.
2: Right, it would be. It's the Jason and Grant show.
1: <laughs> I actually feel like I've had to curtail my own behavior just to make sure I was on top of things a little bit more. <laughs> just never know what you're going to get. But, again, he brings it when it counts.
2: Uh, JT, what happened to Gerke, BTO Sports, uh, KTM Gerke?
0: Crashed in the first mode. I think he was running maybe 12, 13, somewhere in there, mm-hmm. and uh, hit his head. And he was okay, but definitely uh, didn't need to be back out there the rest of that day. So he's just uh, home healing up and working on his deal for next year, but he's all good. Yeah, what's he going to do? Do you know? Any idea? I think uh, if I had to guess at this moment right now, what he's leaning towards is like a combination of like arena cross and Canadian nationals. Mm. That that would be my you know had, right. have to bet right this second. Right. Um, I think there's some other options out there though. It's just I think that's what he's looking at wanting to do. So, Weej, this is see.
2: Tuesday when we're doing this. Uh, did you go to JGR yesterday? So both guys are out, uh, Justin Brayton and Josh Grant, and they're welcoming. They're getting ready for the new, their new hires. Someone told me that the new one, the fifty-one, probably a couple weeks till it's all announced. and he's riding. So,
1: yeah, I don't know nothing about any of that. Really, not aware. Wow.
2: Uh, someone, someone tweeted me and said, "I I've just not heard that." Someone said, "I just saw Barsha in a restaurant two miles from JGR shop here." <laughs> I'm like, wow, well, okay, well, I got no comeback Big that. NASCAR fan. Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> Stockingdale Jr. So. Uh,
1: yeah, and the other rider, uh, it's all done. It's going to be Pike. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, I didn't even hear it from the team. I heard it from, from Pike's camp.
2: <laughs> Did, by the way, someone told me that Pike's brother is, a camp. is even scarier than Pike.
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, oh, I, without a doubt. Is, it was probably a big mistake, but I actually said to Weston and his dad, "I'm like Weston, you were, you were actually the pussy in your family growing up, obviously."
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, his brother, his brother makes Weston look like the rest of us do to Weston.
2: Right, right, right. So it's like Louis, the brother, and Weston, like three bears. Oh God! Yeah. And Weston is the baby bear. <laughs> is that? Where we're at?
0: I think I, I may have had a couple beverages, and Weston was getting lippy with me. And uh-huh. I told him that I would beat him, then his brother, and then if Louie got lippy, I'd finish him off too. <laughs> so clearly, I was feeling right. fairly decent,
2: fairly, very, wow. fairly brave at that point. <laughs> I'm going to kick your brother's ass, and then your ass, and then your dad. Um, yeah, D- depending on how I felt. Right. Hey, Sipes had another good round, nine six. Weird how Sipes sort of turned it around at the end of the year. Feeling more confident, or? Or whatever. So
0: he just quit crashing.
2: Um. Yeah. Yeah. Really. Right. That was the biggest thing.
0: Well, Yeah.
2: And that's something with types. Well, that's types. It's, it's always come up and bit him. He's always sure.
0: fast. He just crashes. You know. That's that's always been kind of the thing.
2: We did you get a JGR uh, enduro cross report?
1: Uh, no, I, I came into the lunchroom, and they were watching some video from it oh. and laughing.
2: <laughs> okay. So I don't think it went well.
1: I, I, I don't want to guess what, well, I saw Filthy at the, um, the mountain bike race on Wednesday, and I was asking him about it. It was, um, his expectations were about as high as you would think they would be for Filthy.
2: Going right, in. right. Lots of enthusiasm, lots of positivity from Filthy.
1: Yeah, I hadn't raced one of these mountain bike races all year. It's probably not smart to jump in on week 14. Mm-hmm. Um, but then he told me, <laughs> dude, I suck just like you, man. I totally suck at it. I'm so bad at this mountain bike thing. I totally suck at this. I'm so bad at it. And Carl Peters was there, and he's like, yeah, but he says he sucks at everything, but then he'll smoke me anyway. He's like, no, I suck, man. I suck so bad. <laughs> then later on, I'm like, oh, what about Enduro Cross? Oh, you think I suck at mountain biking?
2: <laughs>
1: I suck so bad at that.
2: I'm, I'm worse. I'm worse at that. I suck terribly at that. Uh, <laughs>
1: that's funny. Oh, uh, Phil. Yeah. Filthy. The problem is, uh, I said this, by the way, about Sipes and see the other week. The problem is with any of these sports now, it doesn't almost matter who you are. They're just specialized, man, and it takes the fun out. Mm -hmm. Just about no one can show up and do anything worth a darn in any of these series anymore. It really kind of, that was always one of the cool, fun things, but EnduroCross was the tops for that. I mean, it was Ryan Hughes and John Dowd battling at one point for the wins. Yeah. Now it's whoever rides EnduroCross and nothing else every day. All right. uh, Okay, is that it? Anything else? Hey, what's this canard uh, deal mean for. Uh, mm. We'll discuss this on the race rack side as well, but what's this canard deal mean for next year? Is it like, oh, wait a minute, look out?
2: No, is I it don't a think game so. Changer? No, I don't think so. Because it's a long time to Anaheim 1. Yeah. We start again. We start fresh. Got David Millsaps. Sure. David Millsaps is back. True. Um, mm. Oh, I think Will Honda Cowie's done. FYI. So yeah, I, I believe it is yeah. yeah. So Will Hahn will be a Cowie with Millsaps. What about Meddy? Well, that's just it. I heard from someone Metcalf does not want to ride Supercross, like not shopping for a ride. Heard does the not, same thing. Does not care. Not want. Does not want right. to ride. So not going. Not yeah. Just I don't care. I'm not looking for a ride. I don't want a ride. Yeah. So yeah. He's done. So maybe Canada, Canada again, or maybe he does the Fast Freddie Noren thing i tell
0: you what, if it shakes out, that Canadian series could be competitive next year. Alessi, Vasciotti, Medi, Gerke, that's pretty strong.
2: Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen, though. No? No, the well, Cowie uh... guys will pick Gerke or Medi. One of them will go, and that'll be the only one. You know? Um, KTM's not picking up anybody. So, they have Cole Thompson. Who's still fast? No, well,
0: I mean, Tom—they had Cole Thompson this year too.
2: No, he was hurt. He didn't ride.
0: I, I understand that. Right. My right. Point.
2: Um. Well, I mean, we can certainly move up there and cover that series, Weej. No, no,
0: I- I'm just saying it's a possibility. I, you know,
2: it seems like ve- that series has been very eventful in 2014.
0: Uh yes, I would say more eventful off the track than on. Yeah. yeah.
2: Either way. Um. Seven-deuce-deuce, deuce, got 20th in the moto. Good job by him. He was asking me about the RC hard charger and if he was up for it. And he said, can you please help me get it? If, can you put a word in for me? And I, I'm like, it just goes to the person who passes the most people. And he was like, it does? He had no idea. <laughs> he just thought it was a bunch of people stood around and went, wow, that guy looks like RC. We should give him the reward. <laughs> like, I don't really know what. Man,
0: that guy's charging hard. Right,
2: that's what I mean. I think he just thought it was like, man, that guy's on it. Here we go. He gets the award. Like, Coombs, Coombs looks at some guy and says, uh, that, that's my guy. Uh, but I'm like, no, there's actual real data towards this. So
1: There would be huge credit given if, if you look at the variety of people that win that, to think that any one person was that, like, covering the gamut of what caught their eye every week.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, right? Like, it's
1: the widest variety of riders that win that thing. It's like full privateers and then factory guys. Yeah. And as always, if I was going to give the Ricky Carmichael Award to anyone, I would have given it to either Trey Kennard or Jeremy Martin because that's actually what Carmichael <laughs> normally did.
2: Yes. You got, you got a decent start and then you checked out and won with a huge margin? Yes. Yes. That, that is what Ricky Carmichael did every single week. <laughs> uh, except for, Buds doing, except for Bud's Creek. Sever um,
1: Bud's Creek. I was doing these stats. Oh, I know, Bud's Creek first moto. Um I was looking at these stats, and I'd seen that Dungy had not finished worse than second in any season since the end of 2007 in any uh, Nationals. Yep. And I was like, that has to be a record. That has to be a record. I mean, even guys like Jeff Ward, like, there's no way he was first or second every year in the Nationals for seven years. That's ridiculous.
2: Well, there's... No way.
1: Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, wait, oh, Carmichael <laughs> was first <laughs> for 10.
2: Right, right.
1: Good Lord.
2: Yeah. Not even the great Timmy Ferry or something like that going on.
1: Yeah. No.
2: So. Hmm. All right. Um. Is that it? Are we done? Are we done with these for the year? Are we going to ever do a wrap-up podcast of something? Monster you goat. know, it's
1: funny. I don't believe on this whole episode we even really talked about Roxanne in any way, shape, or form besides the moose <laughs> explosion.
2: Well, hey, he did what he had to do. He rode around. He got three, four. You could see he took it easy. Did, did what he had to do. Okay.
1: Yeah. Did you guys see? Did you see him tangle with that lapper in the first moto?
2: Oh my god! I I, I saw wow. it on TV from the press box, and then I saw a yeah. photo. I saw that photo.
1: Yeah. Holy. Really tells it.
2: Holy shit balls! Hand His right hand off the bar. Hand
1: off the bar. Nuts. His right hand too.
2: Crazy. Yeah. Oh. Could have been disaster right there. You know who that was?
0: Mikhailov. The Russians. <gasps> the Russian. The really? Russians. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, it all makes sense now. Russia,
2: not happy with Germany, or
0: not happy with oh, America, yep. or something.
1: Kray or meat. Yep.
0: I heard that he had was... Stalin, Stalin written in Sharpie across his forehead before the first moto.
2: Could have been ugly. Um, good, good. Oh, also, too, we we were missed without passing on good luck to James in his recovery. What did, Wasn't able to make Utah.
0: What, can Did they can you elaborate on that medical condition?
2: Nope. I just read the press release. Okay. It said recovery. I know he was. Did they uh, have one for? Utah? No, they, that's what I. It was, they didn't even bother for Utah. Ah, <laughs> F it. Yeah, we're out. We're, guys. We're out. I mean, if you didn't we're know, out. We're, we're out. Um, he was motoring at uh, Milestone on Wednesday, though. Him and Mookie. Really? Yeah. yeah so, but I mean, I hey, just not quite recovered enough.
1: Well, the only way to know is to try, you know, to go out there and try during the week.
2: Yeah, it's just it's so weird, man. Like I was saying on a Pulp show, what if, like, okay, we're all jaded because we're at these races every week and all this, but legitimately there are James Stewart fans out there. They make, They don't listen to this podcast. They watch the races on TV. They buy his stuff. They're big James Stewart fans from a distance. What would those people think about? Like what do you if you're a just a fan of James Stewart and you read Racer X here and there and you watch it on TV, are you just sitting at home going what is going on with my with my number 1 guy? <laughs> right? Like can you imagine the the thoughts going on like so where's, did did he, did he die? Is he is he alive? <laughs> uh what's going on?
1: I'm also, just Wouldn't Okay, if anyone at his stature in any sport just did this no they would never be Wouldn't done the media be going insane to figure out what happened <laughs> this
2: guy makes would, this guy makes yeah. over five million dollars a year right And would can we all agree on that
0: i don't know I, i'm not sure yeah, I, don't know. I think that that may be a bit high for now i don't <laughs> think he makes yeah. that much anymore
2: okay he's probably the second highest paid rider in our sport
0: I don't know. Oh, God. Here's JT. I could be wrong, but I don't think his Suzuki deal is that lucrative. I really don't.
2: Will you just go with it for the sake of this stupid podcast?
0: Okay. JT believes in accuracy. I'll go with one of the most famous or one of the most well-known. This would be like
2: Eli Manning. Not the best quarterback, but certainly a championship-winning quarterback, a high-profile athlete. Eli Manning just doesn't show up. Sure. And no one knows what's going on. Second
1: half doesn't come out for the second half of the game. <laughs> just, I mean, <laughs>
2: the Giants issue a press release one week or maybe two, but Eli Manning continues to not show up for games, and the Giants don't say anything, nothing. Hey, Schefter, we got nothing. Yep. I just just think about that. It's bizarre. Bizarre. I, I
1: just. I mean, I say think about it because. Like a guy like Adam Schefter would not sit for that I mean they would be knocking on the door of every hospital that has ever been associated <laughs> with the New York Giants Okay, so every doctor
2: are we not doing our jo- are we they would
1: not- be, huh
2: are we not doing our job? Are you saying it's on us?
1: I'm saying when the riders get mad and say that we are prying they have no idea like this just wouldn't they just wouldn't get away with it. I mean, they would literally be visiting doctors at their house and violating every HIPAA law there is to to break the what-actually-happened-to-Eli Manning story. Right. He said it was a medical condition. We started talking to any doctor who's involved with the NFL or the Giants. So far, no doctor has said anything about it. So we're going to hammer. And here's the other thing. Stewart goes and actually rides at a public track, and everybody just respectfully is like, whatever's going on, whatever's going on. Mm -hmm. I mean, if Eli Manning shows his face anywhere, Especially in practice,
2: <laughs> if he's throwing, to fo- he's
1: just throwing a football around. <laughs> he would be mobbed. Yeah,
2: yeah. So, it's it's a weird world we live in, and maybe we should be digging more. I don't know.
1: Maybe it is. Maybe we should be. But I would like to hold this up as an example of if any rider thinks that we're out of hand. Right. My God, they don't even know how easy they have it.
2: Yeah, so,
1: just, so you can just do this. You can. You can just do this.
2: I just picture a James Stewart fan. Who doesn't, you know, just follows it, like I said, just sort of sobbing or wondering what is going on. Like, there's just nothing. Transworld has some shots of him at Glen Helen and then nothing. Just not. Poor Raining Yellow. Can you imagine what Raining
0: Yellow's life is like right now?
2: Ah, oh, I mean, at least he listens to us and he knows what's, you know, he kind of feels what's going on. I'm, I'm talking about those guys. Do you really
0: know, though? Because I don't know.
2: No, but I mean, he knows that we don't know that things are weird or whatever. But what if you're just a fan and you don't listen to these. Sh- Like I said, you're just, you have no clue what's going on with your hero. (laughs) Just nothing. He's just disappeared. I don't know, man. I like Mike Webb. Maybe he was on Fight 370. (laughs) I like Mike Webb. I like Jake Klingsmith. I like Leroy. I like Rennie. I like James. I like Pablo. I like Rotto. I like Roger. But this is just so effed, you know? Uh, But whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Just we are not well, going to figure it out. We're not going to
1: know. No, we're not going to know, and they're also not going to understand why the next time something weird happens, people don't believe they're operating in good faith and being honest and yeah. being trustworthy because this is not the first time that just weirdo stuff has happened with no explanation.
2: Yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean,
1: I—I th- I believe, I believe that my old buddy Troop, who used to be the PR guy for Cowie back in 2005, I believe he's dead. I think he killed him. <laughs> I think he died. I think I think there was a right some sort of association at the MGM Grand or in the U.S. Open or something. I think he killed him. <laughs> Trying to answer, get these questions answered.
2: Right, right, just done. That was it.
1: Yeah, no, he's not actually dead. He shockingly moved away from the motocross industry. Right after that experience.
2: What about Andrew Short? Sixth place, like no one was touching. The top four guys. Metcalf got fourth in the points because Tomek was out. But Andrew Short, man, nine points in the first three motos. He averaged three points in the first three motos of the year. And there he is, beating everybody but Brett Metcalf. So if only someone would give Short and Metcalf a chance, Weege.
1: Yes, I agree. <laughs> they just haven't had many factory rides <laughs> in their
2: time. I know you're onto this. I know I you're onto this. figured you out, Matthews. Yeah. Okay, all right, the BTOsports.com RacerX podcast presented by Fox Racing. Uh, Utah, I don't know, we'll do some more of these down the road somewhere. Monster Cup, Designations. Maybe we'll do a Silly Season 1.
1: I say whenever all these press releases of actual Silly Season announcements happen, we need to do one.
2: <laughs> Maybe we'll get one from Yoshizuki. Maybe we'll reconvene.
1: So. <laughs> Doctors right now. Yeah. Uh, Auto of meetings, a lot of tests.
2: We'll do um, we'll do one. I think I think this RV to Europe thing is gonna happen. So, if that comes out, that definitely calls for one for sure. So, wow,
0: that one definitely won't get us in trouble.
2: No, when it happens, when it officially drops. Yeah, yeah. No, I know when it happens. Oh, we oh, oh, won't
0: get in trouble. You
2: don't think? You think we'll get in trouble?
0: No, definitely not.
2: You're <laughs> the other one who told Coombs there's no sure. timeouts in Moto. Good job. <laughs> there's <one>. not. <laughs> Davy called me yesterday to explain some of the changes he was making in a feature story in the feature story that I wrote in the mm-hmm. upcoming issue, and I mean, God bless him for calling me. just like, yeah, that's first of all, you're the editor in chief um, and second of all, you're making it better so I give you full full permission, Davey. go ahead and make <laughs> my feature better. <laughs> uh at least he called so. All right, Jerkies. Uh, Weege, uh, Jason Wygant, Jason Thomas, thanks very much. Appreciate it, guys. We'll talk to you soon. All
0: yeah. right. See you guys. Later. This has been the BTO BTOsports.com podcast show presented by Fox Racing.
2: Even harder,
0: jump farther if that tree hadn't have been, you know, yeah. if, it, if it hadn't been there. The hurricane, Bob Hannah. I love the guy. I don't dislike. I think yeah. he's the greatest competitor this sport ever had. That absolutely, 100% in my mind. I firmly believe that statement I said about these modern day guys in Switzerland or Poland or Belgium on 45 minutes on the same bike. You're not beating Roger. Are you crazy? Right. They're not doing it. If they think they're so much. Search Pulp MX in the iTunes store to enjoy these and over 500 more great motocross podcasts. The days
1: and the months and the years go.